Anyway, it's the new year, and with the new year, we get the opportunity to re-energize and refocus our lives. Now, uh, you know, many of us come into this new year that and you're stressed out, and we're worn out, and we're maxed out. We can't take anymore. You see, stress is when the demands of the day are greater than my capacity to meet those demands. You live life like that, you know, you have so much on your plate that, that it's greater than your capacity to meet the demands that face you every day. The new year, though, is a time that each year we try to get our lives in proper order. We try to align up our priorities and make some decisions that hopefully will help us not to live so stressed out, worn out, and maxed out. So on the first weekend of 2015, got to get used to saying that, I want to talk to you today about keeping first things first. Talk to you about keeping first things first throughout this new year. Our, our vision for the year is to help you help us as a church to keep first things first. Last year, we focused uh, on reaching this community. I mean, and uh, we really focused on reaching the community. We had a, a fireworks to Labor Day thing, and it was huge. We had our uh, um, wonderful weekend, which was an incredible uh, weekend. Thank you. <laughs> uh, incredible weekend with uh, over 100 people gave their life to Christ. And uh, some for the very first time, many of them for the very first time. We had our, um, we had our um, trunk and treat, and we had thousands of people come on. We had our, new, our Christmas Eve service and just had uh, tons of people here, and many people gave their life to Christ. And so we focused on reaching the community because God has called us as a church to reach as many people as we can, but also he's called us to help each other become fully devoted followers of Christ. And so this year we're going to focus a little less, not that we're not going to focus on our community because that's our vision, uh, but we're going to focus a little more on us, on you, uh, this coming year and becoming fully devoted followers of Christ. Our belief is that when you and I discover our purpose and passion and we understand that we have a power for living and strength for every day, then God will use that passion and that purpose and that power and that strength to impact our uh, to each impact each other and our world. You know, when we have divided loyalties and misplaced loyalties, that can become a real problem in our lives. Jesus Himself said, "We cannot serve two masters. We'll either love the one and hate the other, or love the one and you know all that." And I said that twice. Uh, yeah, I got it. I want you all to get that. James says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And when we have divided loyalties, when, when we are trying to worship two masters, uh, we become unstable in all of our ways, and that affects us personally, and it affects our family, it affects our church, and it affects our community. But Jesus said in Matthew 26, 33, which will be our key verse for this whole year. I mean, first time since we've been here, that we've had a verse that we're going to focus on this whole year, and that verse says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Keep first things first. Seek first the kingdom of God, and then his righteousness, and it says, all, will, all things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all things will be added to him. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the king. Seek first Jesus and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto our life. Jesus came to preach the kingdom of God. He came to preach the kingdom of God, which means that if you are a believer today, that our, our eyes are not to be focused on what is temporal and, and material, but what is eternal. That we're not supposed to focus on second things, and those second things being temporal and material, but Jesus says we are to focus on first things, and that is eternal things. And so as I began to pray uh, about this uh, series for 2015, and, and I think back to the very first time in 1996 when God gave a vision for Salem Fields Community Church, and, and, and as I was praying about uh, about what God uh, was challenging me to do or to speak about in 2015 on that very first series because as pastors we get this kind of weird thought that the very first seri series of the new years is the most important series of the new year. I don't think that's true, but as I was praying, uh, uh, this, uh, praying about that, God challenged me personally. And he challenged me to seek first the kingdom of God each day of my life and in every situation that I face. You know, and as pastor, uh, one of the pastors of this church, there are many situations, good and bad and ugly, uh, that, uh, that you face as a pastor. Many things to deal with in life and ministry. And, it, and, it, and it's been so easy for me to take my focus off of seeking first the kingdom of God and putting my focus on something that's good or putting my focus on something that's not going so well or putting my focus on the ugly and letting that dictate my life and my mood and my attitude. As I was praying, God challenged me, buddy, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, and, and I remember back to the vision that God gave us and the first thing when God woke me in the middle of the night and, and gave us the vision for this church, he said, buddy, you need to grow spiritually. You need to grow spiritually. If you're going to do and be one of the leaders that God's going to use to lead this great church, then you're going to have to grow spiritually. And right here again, we're 20 years later, and God is saying, buddy, you got to get your focus back on me and seek first the kingdom of God above all else. Above all else. And so, Gay and I decided, as we were praying, that this is what God is challenging us to do as a church. Prayerfully decided that we need to, to challenge you and challenge us to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Why is that? Because if you and I are honest, many of us have put many other things this past year and in our life first over seeking God. We have put second things first in our life. And if you're really honest, you would say that your main focus this year for many of us on many days of our life, not every day, but on many of our days, has not been to seek first the kingdom of God, but we have focused on those things that are temporal and material and not on that which is eternal. And so we're going to challenge us this year. So beginning today and ending on the first week of 2016, one year from today, uh, uh, 
from yesterday on the first week of 2016, uh, we're going to call that week, we're going to call that week First Weekend 2016, and we're going to start the brand new year with a revival. I mean, every day from Saturday to Wednesday, we're going to have a revival. We're going to have in a different speaker each day. It's going to challenge us to keep Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and we're going to do that at the first week of next year from Saturday through Wednesday to challenge us. Also, we, meaning Gay and I and the staff, we're going to challenge you on the first weekend of every month with something biblical that we will do that month that will help us keep Jesus and his kingdom first. You see, this month our challenge is for you to attend what we're calling our First Revival, and it's going to be on January 24th through the 28th, and we're going to have an evangelist. You know, we've had, we've never had what we've called a revival in the 20 years we've been here, as far as having a week focused on our spiritual lives. Now, we've had a week where we brought other pastors in, and we've called this Spiritual Growth Weeks, but we're having in an old, not, he's kind of an older guy, but we're having in an old-fashioned evangelist a revivalist, a person that God has called specifically to be an instrument that God uses to revive the church. And I got to say, folks, I believe at Salem Fields Community Church, we need an old-fashioned revival. We need to be revived, and we need to, once again, get our focus off of ourselves and off the petty things of life and the material and the temporal, and we need to start seeking first the kingdom of God, not only today and not only when we're together with each other, but every day of our life, every day, every month of the rest of our life. Amen. And we're going to seek first the kingdom of God. And so I want you to put those dates right now on your calendar and say, I'm going to do my very best to be here. Now, Friday or Saturday and Sunday, you just choose one, but for the rest of the week, there'll be different messages. Today, we're going to challenge you discover to discover how our life with Jesus relates to putting first things first. And that's what I'm going to try to do, okay? I got to calm down because I'm getting... <laughs> you see... I'll get a drink of water. Y'all go ahead and talk to your neighbor a minute. <laughs> Check your zipper. <laughs> okay. You know, we all fight a battle. We all fight a battle uh, uh, between first and second things in our life. We all fight that battle. C.S. Lewis once said, you can't get second things by putting them first. You can't get second things by putting them first. You can get second things only by putting first things first. Now, from which, from that quote, we should ask ourselves the questions, the question, and I want you to open your mind and allow the Holy Spirit. What things, be honest with yourself for your sake and the sake of your family and our church and our community, what things are first in my life? What things are first in my life truly? Today, we're going to talk about the absolute necessity of putting God's kingdom first in our life if we're believers. If you're not a believer, you can receive Christ even this day, right now, by opening your heart to him. You see, this principle of seek first the kingdom of God is so important in our lives as, as we live out this life. And, 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 and so many times we don't uh, even understand this principle. 
but it's an absolute necessity of putting God's kingdom first. If God is first in your life, then everything else in your life will come into order. So, so what does it mean to say Jesus first and his kingdom first? It, it means that your life becomes and my life becomes a life of purpose and passion. And God's purpose for each of us is to experience his kingdom here and now. You know, people say to me, oh, I can't wait to die and go to heaven. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have life abundant. He came preaching the kingdom of God. And we can live our life in such a way on this earth to experience his kingdom even now. One reason we're... Uh, uh, not living our lives with as much purpose and passion as we could is because we've never really decided what is really important and focused on that one thing. Now, you take an athlete that is really good at something, that is their single focus. And as believers, the Bible is telling us that our single focus needs to be on seeking first the kingdom of God. Seeking first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. It, it means your life becomes a life of purpose and passion. And, and you have to decide what is really important and focus on that one thing. In the Bible, the kingdom of God is simply this. It is the rule and lordship of Jesus Christ. It is the rule and the lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. And in that includes everything. That everything is under his lordship. That everything in my life is under his rule. But the problem is, we, my problem, and some of you might be able to relate to it. My problem is, I want to build my own kingdom. And what I mean by that is, I want to make my own plans. I, I want to be my own Lord. I want to I decide my own dreams. I, I want to make my own goals. And I want to fulfill my own destiny. I want to be Lord of my life. But God doesn't want me. Or he doesn't want you to live for ourselves. But he wants us to live for him and his glory. He wants us to live for him first and his glory. Now, in his kingdom, my life is not about me. In God's kingdom, my life is not about me. It's not about you, but it's all about him. And this year, Gay and I are going to make sure as individuals, as as, as as people, as individuals, that we seek him first. And then we're going to do our best to seek him first as a couple. And I would encourage you, if you're a husband and a wife, and you're here today, that even if your marriage is in trouble, to take time each day individually to seek first the kingdom of God and do that as a couple. Gay and I are going to do that as a couple, and we're going to do that as leaders of this church. You know, many times at the beginning of the new year, we start, at the wrong place. We start with second things. We say things like, this year I'm going to do this with my life. At the beginning of the year, we sit down and we make goals. And we write out our goals. And, and, and we, we make our own plans and we make these New Year's resolutions how this year is going to be a better year. And that's the wrong place to start. That's starting with second things first. 
That's the wrong place. You see, that's putting second things first. If we want to seek his kingdom first, we should be seeking Jesus and his kingdom and his righteousness first. And then the Bible says the second things will be added to our life. The second things of our interest, our ambitions, our dreams, our plans will be added to you. We often hear if we want to find your way in life, you need to look within. And I got to say to you once again, that's looking at second things first. You know, people say, look within. That's where you find your life. That's where you find your way. But that's looking at second things first because the God of the Bible says, look to Jesus first, to seek first Jesus. And if you're beginning by looking to you, you're starting with second things. You see, you and I were made for God, created for God, for his purpose and for his pleasures, and it is in him that you and I discover our true identity. It's in him that we get our security and our significance. And believe me, I am a guy that has lived a lot of my life trying to find significance and trying to find security and trying to find out who I am. But if I start there, I'm starting with second things first. I'll never find who I really am when I, when I seek that by looking within, I'll never discover my true identity. You see, the life of the kingdom is about allowing Christ to be Lord of my life. For you to allow Christ to be Lord of your life and allowing him to be Lord. Allowing him to control and rule our lives. It's no longer about me. It's about him and his kingdom and his righteousness and his will and his purpose and his plans and his dream for my life and for your life. You see, this Jesus life, this kingdom life is not the best way to live. It is the only way to live. It is the only way to live. You see, we get a lot of good advice on how to live a successful life. My goodness, I can go on Facebook right now and I can find how to live a successful life. I can find an article on there, how to manage my time wisely. I can find out things on Facebook I don't even want to find out. You know, about getting a plan and having a strategy and so on. And I can say to you that we can do all those things and we will still not find God's best for our life. We'll not find it. We'll not find God's best for our family. Uh, we'll not find God's best for our church and our community and our world. You see, if we don't put Jesus first in our life, we'll never discover God's best. You know, we want God's best, but we try to find God's best by living second things first. And we will never find God's best for our life if we're living second things first. He has to be first. So we can get God's best. People say, oh, pray, pray, pray. And the issue is, are you praying and seeking God first in your life? The kingdom is seeking first the kingdom of God. You see, most of us need, don't need to learn anymore about how to have a good career or about how to make more money or achieve our dreams or use our time wisely. Most of us need to learn how to put Jesus first. And then watch in response to his lordship in our lives. And that is exactly what we're hoping and praying and believing that God is leading us to do this year as a community here at Salem Fields Community Church. You see, the kingdom life of purpose and passion. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and his lordship. So I have to ask you the question today. 
What's competing in my life? What's competing in your life from keeping Jesus from being first? Can you be honest about that? What second thing are you putting first in your life? Is it your social life? You know, you got to keep a good face among your friends. Man, if they know you're sold out for Jesus, they'll call you some kind of Jesus freak. And you got you got to keep your friends because, you know, you want to keep up that image in your social life. Or do you want to keep up uh, with Facebook, uh, is uh, reading Facebook first and, and keeping up with your social life? Is, is Facebook first and reading your Bible second? You know, it's a reality of our life today. Is your job or profession first? Are, are you working hard to get that promotion first? Are you, are you putting the accumulation of more money, more wealth first? First, you say, I got to get enough money for my kids to go to college. I got to get enough money to pay my house payment. I got to get enough money to, uh, to, to, to get a new car. I got to get enough money to put food on the table. I got to get enough money for my retirement first, which are all second things. And then I'll give to God second. You see, maybe you're putting pleasure first. You know, is your favorite sports winning, team winning more important than, than you and your family winning first with God? Are you putting your family first? I mean, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're, you look to your spouse you know, and you say, well, I can't, I can't really commit my life to Christ because my spouse is not connected or, or, or my children, I, I, you know, I, I got to do what they want first. Is rest first? We all need rest. Is that first in your life? Is an extra 15 minutes of sleep first? And spending time in prayer second if I got enough time? Did you know even your church life can compete with your Jesus life? You know, Jesus in our text was speaking to a religious group of people that had a cold, heartless, dead religion. And their church life had become routine and their religious life had kept them from seeking God first. And so this year, I just want to encourage you to move beyond just attending and spectating or, or standing in the lobby talking with friends during worship and spend time together in corporate worship seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and make that your priority for coming to church over everything else. And some of you, Volunteering at church can become a first. You know, instead of coming into worship first or spending an hour in worship and then volunteering or volunteering and then spending a, a, an hour in worship, some of you in the habit of volunteering and then going home. And you're probably not even in here. I'm probably speaking to the choir. But I can tell you, we can go downtown and we can volunteer at the Red Cross or at the homeless shelter. We can do all that if that's what it's all about. I mean, I can be honest with you, I would rather you not volunteer if it means you're not going to come to worship. And spend an hour in corporate worship seeking God first. Because we'll come up with the volunteers, because when you and I are seeking him first, your desire to serve him will burn in your heart and soul. 
And it won't be, well, I've got to go serve the children. It'll be, I can't wait to go serve the children because I've got a passion and a purpose in my life because I've been seeking first the kingdom of God. You see, when he's first, we cannot spend enough time worshiping him. You see, when Christ rules in our lives, when he is first in our lives, everything else is second. And I kind of ask ourselves again, is Jesus first in your life? In all of your life, in every area of your life? If not, then the question is, when are you going to choose to put him first? You see, when you put, when you and I discover our real purpose and, and we get our eyes off of second things, and our life will, then our life will have an impact on others for Jesus. Why don't we give Jesus first place in our life? Why don't we do that? Why is it that that's such a struggle for us? Too many people think that if we give Jesus first place in our lives, the party's over. But in reality, that's when the party really begins. I can remember back in my spiritual journey, and I absolutely didn't want to surrender my life completely to Jesus Christ. You know why? Because I thought he would send me to Africa. And I got to tell you, in my heart and my passion, in March, I'm going back to Nigeria, and I can't wait to get there. And I can honestly tell you that was the biggest fear of my life, that if I surrendered completely, God would send me places and call me to do things that I didn't want him to do, and the party was over. But I got to tell you, the party just began when we keep him and seek him first in our lives. C.S. Lewis wrote, the more we let God take over, the more truly ourselves we become because he made us. If we, it is when we, when I and you, we give up myself to his personality that I began to have a personality of my own. Wow. When we surrender to Jesus, I am, I am no longer first. And when I am no longer first, it's then that we become all that God desires and we discover God's best for our lives. You see, we begin a life of purpose and passion when he is first. And when Jesus said, seek first the kingdom, uh, the word he used here for seek is a word that means to intensely desire. I mean, it, it, didn't, it was a word uh, that meant to intensely desire God. It meant to pursue the kingdom of God with all of my strength, with all of my heart, with all of my mind, just to intensely seek him. I mean, it wasn't like Jesus said to the people, okay, seek ye first the kingdom of God. He's saying, do it with everything inside of you. Intensely pursue me with everything about you, with your whole being. You see, to seek Jesus first is about passion. You see, when we surrender first to the kingdom is when we really discover life. And, and at this New Year's, we often hear that the that this is the first day of the rest of your life. So live your life as if this is the first day of the rest of your life. And that's not a bad thought. But how about this thought? Live every day as if this were the last day of your life. Live every day as if this were the last day of your life. What would change in your life if the doctor suddenly told you, you got one month to live? Well, I bet we'd get our mind off a lot of petty things and we'd get our minds on first things. I would. I mean, if you knew you had one month to live, what then would be first in your life? How, how, how would you live your life if you knew it was going to end? Well, if you think about it, all of our lives are coming to an end. 
sooner than we expect. You see, every day we live, is a, live on this earth is a gift from God. Therefore, therefore, we should live every day as if this were our last day. How would that change your life? How would that impact your relationships? It's a, if we lived every day as if it was our last day. So on this first weekend of 2015, I ask you to decide if you're going to seek first the kingdom of God. Are you going to do it this year? Is this going to be the year that you decide to go all out for God? That you decide this year, come hell or high water, with all the might and all the power and all the strength of the God living in me, I am going to intensely pursue and seek God with all of my heart. I am going to do my very best as an individual, to do that in my life. Well, maybe what you're wondering is what it means to passionately pursue the kingdom of God. Man, it means a lot of things. It means instead of giving him the leftovers of the day or the end of the day, we give God the best of the day, the first of the day. You know, uh, uh, there's something about seeking God in the morning that he, he's with me all through the day. You know, I, I had this habit for years that I'd get up every morning and I'd go out in my underwear and get the paper. No, I didn't go out in my underwear. I just wanted you to think I did. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. But anyway, and I'd read the paper. That was the first thing I did. I read the paper. Man, I'd get all the good news, all the bad news, all the sports news. I knew it all. And then I'd read my Bible when I got to work. I'd come to work and I'd read my Bible and I'd pray. And that was a good thing. But I wasn't making Jesus the first of my day. I wasn't making him the first of my day. He was the second or third of my day. And now, man, I get out of bed and I get the first thing I do is hit my knees and pray a short prayer. God, I surrender this day to you. God, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my wife to you. I surrender my family to you. I surrender Salem Fields to you today, God. I ask for favor on my life today, God. And that's basically what I pray. And then I go read my Bible and do my devotion. It's changed my day. It's changed my life. It means instead of sleeping in, you get up earlier to read your Bible and pray. And you say, well, buddy, I, I do better at night. I'm a, I'm a night person. Well, I'll tell you, go to bed earlier. First things first, if you want to get up earlier to put God first, you got to go to bed earlier. You know, you can go to bed 15 minutes early because there's something in the Bible. The Bible says God's mercies are new every morning, every morning. I've lived by that this week especially. It means putting the Lord first by not just attending a worship service once or a month or so or when it's convenient, when it works out, when everything lines up. But it's truly seeking him by putting him first at the beginning of every week. At the beginning of every week, I decide, God, you're going to have the first of my day, and you're going to have the first of my week, and I'm going to do it every week if possible. I'm going to put him first in every week. We put him first in our day, we put him first in our week, and we put him first in our giving. Not second from what's left over, but with a but, but with a tithe, which is not just a, a tenth, but it's the first tenth according to the Bible. It means the first bill we pay, each paycheck, each pay period is the tithe. That's the first thing that we do. It comes out of our account. First in the day, first in the week, then first in my finance. Now, now if you want to know what's first in your life, take out your cell phone and get on your 
calendar. I keep my calendar on my phone. I used to keep a little hand thing. I was old school. Now I'm kind of new school. This is a smartphone for a dumb boy. And, and, and I put all of my calendar. I can go on there. You could look on there on my calendar and you could see what's most important to me. If, you, if I'd give you the password to my checking account where you could go online and look at my checking account, you'd know what's first in my life. Because where we spend our time and where we spend our money, is where our, that's where our heart is. That's what's first in our life. It's a true test. It's a true test. When you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you see, there's incredible peace. This has been the most um, difficult time of Christmas I've faced in a long time, but I've had incredible peace, incredible peace. When God challenged me, to seek first the kingdom of God. He knew what was about to come in my life, and I've been challenged every day to, instead of getting my mind on second things to keep my mind on first things, and i got to tell you the incredible peace that I've experienced in my life. I've decided I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? You see, Jesus gave this verse, Matthew 6, in the context of a discussion on worry. And if we're honest, we all have worries. We worry about the future. Well, I'm glad it's not Saturday night. Uh, we worry about the economy. We worry about our careers. We worry about our kids. So in the context of worry, Jesus said, first, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things we, we, we worry about will be added to you. Jesus isn't saying uh, Jesus is saying, don't worry about the second things that you're always worrying about. You're always worrying about what you wear. You're worried about your house. You're worried about your, your food. You're worried about this. You're worried about your career, your retirement, and what you're going to do now and how you're going to live your life. And he's saying, these are all second things. But if I seek first the kingdom of God, all these second things will be added unto my life. And we work our silly selves crazy and worry ourselves silly trying to secure the second things in life. And therefore, we live stressed out, worn out, and maxed out. And that's not how God wired us to live. He wired us to live in peace, seeking first the kingdom of God. He said, don't worry about second things, but seek first things first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and trust that he will provide for you. If you're constantly worrying about them, then we would have to say in our lives, if we're constantly worrying about them, second things, then Jesus isn't first. We're not seeking him with all of our passion and pursuing him intensely. Because when Jesus really is first and we're seeking him, we worship rather than worry. This life is to be a life of passion and pursuit and the life, and the, and the life of first things first. The whole thought of first means you have priorities in life and the number one priority in your life is Jesus and his righteousness. Is that your priority? Is Jesus first in your life? And two 2015, what will you live for? Joshua said in the Old Testament, as for me and my house, we will live first for God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Have you, Dad, determined that in your house that we are going to live first for Jesus? 
that we're going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then we're going to trust God for everything else that we need in life, the second things in life. Moms, have you decided that you're going to live your life seeking first the kingdom of God? What will you live for? Who are you going to live for? There are many good things that you and I can put first in our life, and some are not so good. But if Jesus Christ is not first, then you and I are on our own. Take, think about this. If, if he is not first in our life, we are on our own to take care of the second things. Food, clothing, shelter, housing, needs. If he's not first, then we're on our own to take care of that. But if he's first, he's promised that he'd take care of the second things. Do you believe that? Does anybody believe that today? Good. Thank God. You see, and, and, and if he's not first in your life, you, you will have to take care of the second things in your life, and you will miss God's best for you and your family. Jesus desires he deserves and he demands to be first in my life and in your life. And when, the, when, when he is first, our character and our motives, God will transform our character and our motives when he is first. And the only thing we're going to take to heaven is our character. I mean, there's going to be no second things in heaven. No need for them. Only our character. And life is nothing more than a preparation for heaven. Our life is not about the here and now. It is about him. That's why Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of, his God, uh, kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then we'll have all the second things we need. We need, not greed. You know, we'll have all the things we enjoy, all the things we desire will be added. God is a good God. God is a good God. God is a good God. Say it with me. God is a good God. Here we go. God is a good God. And the Bible says, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk upright. For those who seek first the kingdom of God, no good thing will he withhold from us. He, he, will, he is the heavenly father and all good gifts come from the heavenly father of light to his children. The God of the Bible says that he will not withhold good. And if you put God first, he's going to bless you beyond what you can even imagine in 2015. It, it, it is the Jesus way to live. And, and it's the only way to live. Folks, don't just endure life in 2015 and end up at the beginning of 2016 stressed out, maxed out, and worn out. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And if you'll allow him to be first in your life, you'll never be the same. Your family will never be the same. Your church will never be the same. Your community will never be the same. Our world, our nation will never be the same. Nor will our world. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit's presence here today. We thank you, God, that you have given us your word that if we put first things first, God, if we put first things first, that you will provide all the second things in life we need. God, forgive us. Forgive me, Lord. For many times in my life, Lord, 
when I'm afraid and when I'm worried, when I'm not sure, when the enemy comes after me, God, there are times I put second things first. And God, I just pray you remind us all this year to seek first the kingdom of God. Father, I pray that in our closing moments together, that many, if not all, here and online, in the cafe, will make a commitment this day, this first weekend of 2015. God, help us to make a commitment, oh God, to seek first things first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and trust you with the second things. You know, just right now we're going to enter into our final song and we're going to worship together and I appreciate you holding steady. And you know, I, I, I thought about and thought about and didn't do this last night, but I did it in the first service. I hate, I hate to shine the spotlight or put focus on people, but you know, I think when it comes to this first things first, we have to make a commitment to do that. We have to say, I'm going to do this. And I think the the, if you're really serious about this, and, and Lord, I just pray we'll be serious about this. Lord, this is a matter of our eternal life. That during this worship song, that if you have determined in your heart today, not because I've said it, not because of the message, not because your husband does it, your wife does it, your kids do it, your neighbor does it, but because you have determined in your heart that you're going to pursue God, intensely pursue God this year. And with God's strength and power and his passion and his purpose living in you, you will do all that you can to seek first the kingdom of God. You'll stand up and Gay's going to pray for you as we close in prayer. I don't want to embarrass you, but I want you to I want you to put first things first today. If you're watching online, you can just stand up, get out of the bed or off the couch or out of the chair. and Just stand up. If you're in the cafe, just stand up as we worship together. Let's worship.